0: One commonly known fact, which also kids are being taught in school, they're repeating it at the Shabbos table, and this is how it is known and accepted by many people, is that one of the miracles that happened in Sarah's tent was that her challah, her bread, stayed fresh from Shabbos to Shabbos, from week to week. So, what I would like to clarify is whether this is... Actually, what happened? Did Sarah's chala actually stayed fresh from week to week? Was was that actually one of the one of the three miracles? In this year, in connection with Parsha Chayesara and particularly with the Sichin Likute Siches the third Sicha of Chayesara, we're going to try to debunk this legend, if it's correct, if it's accurate, and if not, what exactly happened with regard to Sarah's bread. Let's begin with the source to this miracle, the miracle with regards to Sarah's bread. The source is in Medrash, in Beresh's Rabbah. Which is also brought down in Pirush Rashi Teira in, <laughs> in Parsha Chayis Sara. The Medrash says, <laughs> Ko Yomim Shehayta Sara Kayemes, Haya Anan Kasher Al Petach Ala VeKiven SheMeisa Pasah Kiseana VeKiven Rivka Chazare Andrew says that all the days that Sarah was, uh, was alive, there was a cloud that was hovering above the tent of Sarah. And when she passed away, the cloud disappeared. When Rivka came in, when Yitzhak married Rivka and Rivka came in to Sarah's tent, the cloud came back. Kal She shehaisa Sarah kayemes, <laughs> haisa bracha meshulachas be Isa. VeKivan shehaisa Sarah, paskan Isa habracha. Kivan shebas Rivka chazra. Medrash says, so there was a second miracle. <coughs> there was a bracha with regards to to Sarah's Isa to Sarah's dough which, when Sara passed away, stopped. And when Rivka came, the miracle came back. Finally, the third miracle. Every day that the Yom of Hayoner Doluk away, Shabes Yom of Sarah passed away from the Shabbos and the there was, during Sarah's lifetime, a third miracle with regards to her Shabbos candles, that they stayed lit from week to week. When she passed away, this miracle ceased to happen. As the Rebbe explained in the Sicha that we mentioned above, that even when Avram or Yitzchak were lighting the Shabbos candles, the miracle didn't happen. But when Rivka came back and lit the Shabbos scandals, the miracle came back. Concludes the Medrash. When Yitzhak saw that all the different things that happened with regards to his mother, Sarah, came back when Rivka came in, so he understood that she's... She's, she resembles in tzitkus, in righteousness, she resembles her, her mother, uh, his mother. And therefore, Vayevieh Yitzchak ha'oehela Yitzchak married Rivka. This is the medrash. And as mentioned on the pasuk Vayevieh Yitzchak Sarah imay, on those three words, Sarah imei, the tent of Sara, his mother, Rashi also brings down this medrash with the three miracles, those three things that happened by Sarah. They came back when Rivka came to the oil. The Lashon in Rashi is a bit different than the medrash. The medrash with regards to the bread says, bracha Meshulachas Be'isa. Meshulachas with a ches. Rashi says, "Bracha beisa." There was a bracha in that can be found in the dough of Sarah and eventually of Rivka. I should also mention that there are other gusoes in the medrash, other version in the medrash, or the nuschoes. One bracha mushlachas with a chaf be'isa. and the fourth one bracha. Muteles be'isa. This is the girsoes with regards to this miracle, with regard to the dough, to the bread. But mainly, we'll focus on the girsa in the Medrash, bracha me'shulachas be'isa, and Rashi's girsa bracha What exactly happened? What exactly happened with regards to the bread of Sarah, or to the dough of Sarah? And how do we really understand this 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 Madrash, the meaning or, or the Gisa of the Madrash or the Gisa of Rashi Bracha shulachas or Mutsuya Beisawa? So what, what, what does it mean? So let me begin by first clarifying, and sorry if I'm gonna disappoint some of you, <laughs> that the Pirish is not at all that the bread of Sarah stayed fresh from week to week. That's not what happened. That's not the miracle. And although this is simple, as we'll soon see from the Lotion, from the terminology of the Madrash and a few other reasons, um, yet being that this is a, a fact which is commonly known, and some misconception and confusion as we'll clarify eventually at the end of the class, at the end of the Shear. I'd like to take the time at this point to clarify several reasons why, to make it clear, why this is not what happened in Sarah's tent, in Rivka's This is not the miracle with regards to the bread or to the dough. Number one. This is not in the words of the Medrash at all. Either the Medrash or Rashi, hoisa meshulachas be'isa or be'isa. Well, with regards to the candles, it's clear that it was doluk or doylek. Clearly, the Medrash clearly spe- specifies that the, that the candles stayed lit from week to week. With regards to to the dough or to the bread, it doesn't say anything about about from week to week, about being fresh. And this is not necessarily the meaning and the simple meaning of bracha, that a blessing was in in, uh, Sarah's dough or Sarah's bread. Also, I'm keeping saying dough and bread, you'll, so soon, you'll soon understand why, but at this point, let's focus on the, on the Loshan of the Medrash, which we have in front of us, which is also the Loshan of Rashi. The Issa, the dough, this doesn't have anything to do with the bread, meaning that the bread eventually stayed fresh uh, the entire week. This is a bracha, some type of miracle that was with the dough, with the ISA of uh, of sorrow and eventually of Rivka. So that's number one, that this so-called miracle that the challah, the the bread, stayed fresh from week to week is not at all munach in the loshen, in the Mashmos, in the simple meaning of the medrash, which is the source for this miracle, including the loshen of Rashi, which also quotes this miracle in a slightly different loshen. Number two, on the other hand, this lotion, this expression, bracham be'isa, or tsuya as Rashi, be'isa, as Rashi states, is brought down in other places with regards, not to Sara or Rivka, but with regards to other things, which we'll soon see eventually um, later in the year, And there with regards to those things which that similar expression is brought down, it doesn't mean at all that the, that the bread stayed fresh from week to week. Number three. <clears throat> this concept of this miracle, this idea that a bread would stay fresh from week to week, is actually brought down in Chazal, with regard to another bread, what we'll also discuss eventually during the shear. And by the way, to be accurate, it's not, meaning that idea of a bread stayed fresh from week to week is not necessarily fresh. But we should clarify that the miracle with that other bread is that first and foremost, it stayed warm. And as a result, it stayed fresh. Okay, just to be accurate, but there, with regard to that other bread, which we don't know yet what it is, it's not the bread of Sarah, not the bread of Rivka, but another bread. There, the lashon is completely different. Here, the lashon, here the expression, silukai or in the lashon of Tanakh, cham lechem beyem Meaning, not at all the lashon of the medrash, bracha meshulachas be'isa, or or bracha metsuya be'isa, when when chazal refer or Tanakh refers to the miracle of that other bread that stayed warm and fresh, as a result from week to week, it uses a completely different expression. Number four. In no mephorshim, no commentary, which I which I saw, I tried to research. No of the comment, none of the commentaries that I saw is brought down that pirush, that interpretation with regards to the miracle of uh, Sarah's bread that it stayed fresh from week to week. If that was so commonly known and accepted, I mean, you should have found this pirush uh, somewhere. This should have been the obvious pirush, the first one that you should find, or at least should be easy to find. But there are no pirushim, no mefarshim, who are, who are, who are interpreting the, uh, the miracle of, uh, of Sarah's bread in this way. And uh, the truth is, because that's, as mentioned before, because that's simply not the translation of the words of the madrush. Yes, I should note, we'll soon see eventually in the sheer that there is one commentary, one Mepharej that apparently does mention with regards to Sarah's bread, to that miracle in the Tent of Sorrow, that idea of uh, stayed fresh from week to week. But as we'll uh, clarify eventually, there is there a misconception and confusion between two, uh, two different things. And... Um, even according to this Mafarish and uh, according to the Pashtus mashmaus Loshna Medrash, that's not the meaning of the miracle in Sarah's stand with regards to Sars bread. Number five. It's not that we need a proof to support and to basically debunk and clarify that this is not what happened, but... Just, we can add that this is also clear from the Sicha of the Rebbe, from the Teichina Sicha, which uh, I mentioned earlier in Nekute Sicha, Eschelech Tezvav, that there are two Nekudas, there are two points in the Sicha which becomes obvious that this was clearly not the miracle in Sarah's bread or Sarah's dough. The first Nekuda is the following. One of the main points of the Sichan is to explain how did Rashi, al on the Chumash, how did Rashi understood from the Pasuk that in Sarah's tent happened three miracles, as mentioned with regards to the cloud, the bread or dough, and the Shabbos candles that came back when Rivka came into the tent. So the Rebbe explained that Rashi... Derive this from the words Sara Firstly, because those words seem to be superfluous, extra. Now, apparently, the pasuk should have said simply that when Eliezer brought back Rivka to Yitzchak, he took him in to the tent, and uh, he took him in to him a love, meaning he took him, he took her in, and uh, he married uh, he married Rivka. Why is the Pasuk adding the words? Sarah so Rashi explains, and he understood from the Pshat of the Pasuk that these words is the reason, is the cause, is the Siba, is what led to Yitzhak's decision to marry Rivka. In other words, despite the fact that Eliezer came back and told Yitzchak about all the nisim and the signs that he saw in that she was meant to him. Yitzchak was still not a hundred percent sure. He wanted a confirmation, an additional confirmation that she's the one, that she is just like his mother, <clears throat> that she's damaged. She's not only related to him uh, biologically. From the same Ishpacha, but also in Tzitkus, in righteousness, she's also similar to his mother, and therefore, only thereafter, this is what the pasuk is telling us: that "Ah, a ayehela sarah imay then va'yikach Yitzchak as Rivka va'yevir. Then, then he married. Then Yitzchak married married Rivka. Therefore, says the Rebbe, Rashi understood that. In those words, Yitzchak, the Pasukis Ramaz, that Yitzchak saw certain things that made him decide that Rivke is the one. And those things have to be miracles. Because Eliezer already told him that he had miracles, that he had kfitsa et etc., etc. And there was signs minashonayim that she is the one. So that means that if those miracles were not enough, it means that the Ayala, Sarah were other miracles that were even greater in nature than the miracles that, that Yitzchak, that Eliezer uh, related to Yitzchak, and that those miracles were clearly uh, showing how Rifka is doime, he's similar in sitkus in righteousness, to his mother. And Rashi learns that. Those three words are hinting are Muramis, to the three miracles. Aaihela, the tent, meaning a miracle that clearly identify the tent of Sarah, or eventually the tent of Rifkan, than all the other tent. How do you identify it? Well, the on oh no, the cloud, when there was a cloud hovering, hovering over the over the tent, you could clearly identify Sarah's tent. From the other tense. Base. Sarah. The second miracle was with regards to something related to Sarah. That again the Ben Chomesh. The child in mikra knows from before. From the stories of Sarah. What was of the, some of the things that we know that clearly was related to Sarah. Says the Rebbe. That she was dealing with the bread. When <clears throat> Avram was preparing food for the Malachim. He asks Sarah to prepare the dough and to prepare the bread. So we already know from previous psukim that one of the things that Sarah was involved was the preparation of the bread. So when it says the name Sarah, you make the connection that this was a miracle related to something, to the his askus, to the involvement, to the things that Sarah was, was in charge of, which was to uh, to bake the bread, to prepare the dough and to bake the bread. So... The miracle was with regards to the dough, to the bread of sorrow. Three, imoy. A child knows that his mother, one of the things that his mother is doing and that is specific to his mother is Shabbos candles. So when you hear imoy, right away you make the connection with the Shabbos candles. Now the miracle, the third miracle, was with regard to Neo Shabbos that. Sarah was lighting, and that stayed lead from uh, from week to week. This is the nikkuda of the sicha, one of the nikkudas of the sicha. The rebbe after he explains that the rebbe asks a question. He says yes, but I understand Rashi understood from the extra words Ahila Sarah Imoi, and the remez as explained before. But with regards to the third miracle of the of the candles that they stayed lead from week to week, who? Says who told Rashi in Pshuto Shel Mikra that it stayed lit from week to week? Such a such a big miracle. Even if it was a a smaller miracle that it stayed lit for a twenty four hours from Friday night to to Matzei Shabbos, would have still be a a, a big miracle. So in Pshuto Shel Mikra, we don't necessarily have a source that the miracle was for an entire week. And the Rebbe says inachinami. And that is why, indeed, that is why Rashi adds the source Bereishis Raba, hinting with that that there is one detail that is not necessarily clear in Pshat, but that is Bereishis Raba, that is coming from the from the Medrash, uh, but not Muhar Bshuto So that's the Nakuda of the Sicha. Now, if the miracle with regards to the bread was that the bread stayed fresh and to be accurate because the source you'll soon see to this miracle with regard to another type of bread is that really stayed warm and as a result fresh from week to week then the (coughs) Rebbe could have asked the question on that too who says that the miracle was so great that it stayed fresh and warm for an entire week, even if it stayed war- uh, fresh and warm for an entire t- 24 hour, you know, when it didn't have uh, uh, you know, uh, a fridge or things like that in Sarah's tent, even that would have been a, a great miracle. Especially if we explain that the miracle was different, meaning a smaller miracle and that such a miracle... Uh, that the uh, bread stayed fresh an entire week. So the Rebbe doesn't ask that with regard to the bread, to the dough. The Rebbe asks with regard to the candles. And why? Bepashtus. Because, as mentioned, this is not what the miracle was with regard to the dough, with regards to the bread. It's not that it stayed fresh from week to week. Therefore, obviously, the Rebbe doesn't ask that question with regard to this miracle. With regards to the ner, that's clearly what the miracle was according to the Midrash, which Rashi quotes, on that the Rebbe asked the question, who says in Mikha that it was that great? Maybe it was just 24 hours. The Rebbe says, indeed, but the mocker of it is the Midrash. A second proof, again, Pula, from the Sikha, that the miracle in Sarah's dough or bread was not that it stayed fresh from week to week and that is with regards to another point in the sikh that explains that the Seder HaDvorim the order of the three miracles how they are listed in the Medrash one the cloud two The dough. And three, the Shabbos candles. Rebbe says why in the Madrash it's listed in this order. Because they correspond to the chronological order of how the miracle, the timing of the miracle, how they happened actually in real time when Rivka arrived to Yitzchok to the tent, and how the miracle developed and, and evolved one after another. The Rebbe said that the first miracle that happened was the cloud. Meaning as soon, basically, as Rivka stepped in, she arrived to Yitzchak. She stepped in into the tent. As soon as she stepped in, the the, the the cloud came back. That was the first miracle. Then, says the Rebbe, second miracle. I'm going to read it to you in Yiddish here in, in, in the sicha. And ernoch, bracha metzuyeh be'isa, anais v'sa zich angizen bald Then there was what the miracle with regard to the dough, a miracle that happened as soon as Sara had anything to do, as uh, Rivka sorry, as soon as Rifka had anything to do with the dough, and then the third miracle. Candles, and only thereafter. The third miracle, that Bishlem Musay, that completely, meaning what Rebbe adds the word Musay, is because the miracle began already before, meaning the very fact that it lasted even for 24 hours, that's a miracle. But Musay, that it was completely uh, uh, finished, the entire miracle was only, that miracle was only the next week, the next day of Shabbos. Says the Rabbit, therefore, the Medrash lists the three miracles in this order. First, the cloud, as soon as Rivka stepped in. Then the dough, as soon as Rivka had anything to do with the dough. And three, Ner Shabbos, which is Bishlemusa, a miracle that we can only see a week from now. Now, I ask you, if the miracle, of, uh, of, of, of Sarah's uh, dough or bread. That came back when Rivka came back. Was that it stayed fresh. Warm and fresh from week to week. Then it's just like the Ne'er Shabbos. That Bishlem Musa. You can only see that complete miracle a week from now. Elamai. Once again. not that we need the proof. But once again it's Muchach. And It's clear in that nekuda of the Sikha again, that this is not what the miracle was. Indeed, this was not the miracle. The miracle was something else. Therefore, the rabbi, when he explains the order, he says that with regards to the dough of Sarah, or Rivka, As soon as she she touched the, the, the dough, there was a miracle. So something has happened. Question is, what exactly happened? What was the miracle? So, in the Mefarshim, we find several Pirushim, and what we are going to try to do is Mitsoshem together. We're going to try to through. Bimedayek in Loshen Chazal, in Loshen Rashi, here and in other places. We're going to try to see what exactly the miracle was. And then eventually, through the yukim in the Sich of the Rebbe, we're going to try to see how the Rebbe learned the miracle, how, according to the Rebbe, was the Pshat, the Hachor, the Pshat, exactly what happened. In uh, Sarah and Rivka's uh, dough or bread. Let's begin with the first interpretation that is brought down in the Mefarshim. According to this pirush, in fact, it was not a miracle that breaks the you know beyond that breaks the laws of nature. It was something special, special bracha, but it was not miraculous. What was it? Simply that the bread of Saron, eventually of Rivka, was toiv lemarev ve toiv lemaychom. Pashut, it has a special bracha, as uh, as every as every Jewish mother. That the uh, Yeshlemer, that according to this pirish, the the source is Maise Simon Siman Leboni, that her chala really looked good, lemare, the and tasted good, That 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 is what, what happened with regards to Sarah's chala, and I guess when uh, according to this pirish, when Sarah passed away. Vom tried to bake challah and didn't uh, look or taste it as, as good as Sarah. And when Rivka came back, oh, the challah looked again, the bread looked again uh, just like Sarah and tasted just like Sarah. That's one interpretation. Now, from the Sicha, from the Rebbe Sicha, his Barul is clear that this is not what happened. This is not how the Rebbe learned what happened with regards to Sars dough, Rifka's dough. Let me begin first. That aside that this is not mashma in the lotion, in the Pashtus Deke of the Madrash and Rashi. Bracha, Sar in the dough. Here it's not in the dough. According to this interpretation, the bracha was in the bread that after it was baked... In the bread, it looked good and tasted good. But the lotion in the Medrash again, and Rashi, is Be'isa in the dough. That's number one. Number two, it's also not matim with what the Rebbe says clearly. When the Rebbe, remember, we we, we explained it just before, that when the Rebbe lists the order... How it happened in chronological order in time, in real time, is that the second miracle was the dovat. Says the Rebbe that miyad, miyad bald bis askus mit and you could see the you could see the miracle. Now, according to this interpretation, it wasn't bald mit the issas was 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 a bit later. It had to be baked. It had to be tasted, and so on. But these are, these are just the yukim. Really, the main reason why from the Sikha you can clearly see that this is not the Pshat, as we say, the The main reason is because the rabbi says that what happened, and that's how the rabbi learns, according to Rashi, that there were here three miracles. Miracles. Because remember, Yitzchak had to make a decision. He wasn't 100%. Despite the fact that Eliezer told them everything he told them, including some of the miracles that happened. Says the Rebbe, must be that not only there were miracles that happened when Rivka arrived, but there were greater miracles that happened, more greater than those miracles that happened with Eliezer. And those miracles that happened when Rivka arrived were in connection to her tzitzkus, to, 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 to her righteousness. Which, therefore, says the rabbi, you understand why Rashi doesn't bring a fourth element that happened when Rivka arrived which is in the Medrash, the Medrash says there was a fourth thing what was it? that uh, Delta is that her doors Rivka's doors were she was Gemel Chesed her doors were open to everybody uh, just like so now the Rebbe says in the Sikram why does Rashi Rashi doesn't bring these fourth elements such as the Medrash, says the Rebbe, because Rashi learned that, remember, it was the miracles that made Yitzchak decide to marry Rivka. Not just some things that happened with regards to Rivka. Therefore, since that wasn't a miracle, aside of the fact that he's not Merum as in the pasuk, but the Rebbe also says, since that wasn't a miracle, therefore Rashi doesn't bring that fourth element that her doors were open. So, let's go back to the to the to the Isa to bracha be that was clearly according to the Rebbe according to Rashi a nice goddo. now if it was just as the interpretation of those mefarshim that um, the chala looked good and tasted good which is not a, a miraculous uh, then it doesn't fit with the whole Rashi with the whole Pshad, with the whole Melgash, with everything with the techen Inyan here in the sicha so it's clearly that the Rebbe doesn't learn the interpretation of bracha uh, HaMetsuya Isa as those Mepharshim. Second Pirush, second interpretation that is brought down in the Mepharshim, is based on a similar miracle that happened with regards to a few other breads in the Beis HaMikdash. In the Korban HaOymer. Minchas Oima, In the Korban HaShte lechem that they used to bring on Shavuos. And in the Lechem Aponim, In those three breads in the Beis HaMikdash, there was a special miracle. What was it? The Gemara in Yuma Davlamet Tesa The Gemara relates that during the Kehuna, during the time that Shimon Atza, Sadik was serving as King Godel, there were several miracles, special miracles that happened in the Beit Hamikdash. One of them is. Let me read it in the lotion of the Gemara. Listen to this. VeNishtalcha bracha and Ubelechem the midst of them, and in the midst of upon them, and all Kohanim who are Meaning, says the Gemara, it was a special, special bracha, Nishtalcha bracha, a special nais that happened in those breads, the Oymer, Minchas the Oimer, the and upon him. that if a Kayan only received just a kezais just a kezais of bread he could be satisfied he could be sovere so much so that there were Kayanim that would umasir that even less than a kezais they would be sovere and the rest they would they would they live would it they were they, they, they were satisfied they weren't hungry anymore in other words, that there was a special miracle in the echus of of, of of that bread, that uh, normally you need to eat stock, uh, an entire loaf of bread to be soveya. Here, even a, a small little kezais, a, a, and even sometimes even less than that, a kind could eat from that and could be soveya and could be completely satisfied. Now, just to be. To be accurate, like to be Mavhir here, to be Meir here, to clarify that according to some of tois in Toys <coughs> for example, a there was Lamaise here, two Nisim. One, that first and foremost, each koyen, every koyen received a kamuse, a quantity of Akezais from the from the bread of, of the oimer, even though there were so many Kayanim, and the minchas oimer, the quantity was not enough, for each and every one, yet somehow each one received a kezais from the bread. That's first miracle. Then the second miracle was what we just mentioned. That that kezais that they received was masbia, it satisfied even a kamusktana, even a small quantity satisfied the koyen. If we can say there was a ace in the kamus of the bread and in the eichus of the bread. This is according to the Tosafists some Mefarshim, but according to other Farshim, as there is mashma from Rashi, there was only in Yuma over there. There was only one miracle. The miracle in the sphere, that means that whoever received the kezais, not everyone received the kezais, but whoever received the kezais, and why not everyone, because take was not enough, but whoever received the kezais, is that kezais, that small quantity was masbioy, he could be surveyed, he could be satisfied from that. And it depends, I mean, this is, you see how one letter can make an entire difference. It depends on the Girsah that we just read later, before in the Gemara, with the Shin or without the Shin. Say, it says in the Gemara, And the Gemara explains, Now listen to this. Now, if you if you read and translates as, the Girsa that means that the Gemara is telling us, and any, any kind that would receive a kezai's, I mean, not every kind received, but anyone who would receive a kezai's, then what was the miracle? What the Gemara continues, that he was severe, that he was satisfied from it. But the taste of and others are, the kohen magi'oi kezai's, and then in other words the Gemara is telling us two things first of all the koyen not the holk this is a fact this is a miracle that every koyen magike would receive a kezais, each and every one so there was a nice in the quantity of the bread and after that there was a second nice the what the yesh of the that he was In any case, this is the Mefarshim there with regard to Yuma, but with regards to our miracle in Sarastan in Rivka, in the Bread, these Mefarshim are explaining that it was the same similar miracle as the miracle of the Svia that was with regards to the Oymer upon him. The what? That even a kamus ktana, even a small quantity of bread, if you ate from Sarah's bread, even a small little quantity, must be, or you would be surveyor, you would be satisfied. That miracle stopped when Sarah passed away, meaning that when Avram and Yitzhak baked bread, then this didn't happen anymore. In order to be surveyor, you had to alpiteva as as it is normally. You had to eat what you had to eat. But then, when Rivka came back, is uh, her bread again, the miracle happened that even a kamus ktana, even a small quantity, whoever ate it, must be would be sovereign. That's the miracle in uh, Sarah's bread, Rivka's bread, according to some Ephorshim. Now, <laughs> with regards to this interpretation, is number one, it was a miracle, so it fits with the teichin abiyur of the sicha, which, as explained before, the Rebbe clearly explained that it were there were three miracles. So the bread, uh, mir- it was a miracle, it wasn't just uh, as the first interpretation teivle maykel, teivle mariv, So this second interpretation fits with the teichin of the sicha that indeed this was a miracle that happened when when Briefke came back. Two, this interpretation fits very well with the lotion of the Medrash. Remember the lotion of the Medrash was, with regards to Sarah, <speaking in> Bracha <Hebrew> meshulachas Right? Now listen to the words in the Gemara and Yuma with regards to the miracle there in the lechem <speaking in> bracha... Etc. Right. So, <coughs> if there the prat is that a small quantity would be masbiya, you would get satisfied, then it makes sense. It actually, it fits very well. It's matim. It's meduyak in the loshen of the medrash. beisa. That indeed, this is what happened. Similar to there. Similar loshen Similar meaning that a kamuskan, a small quantity, was enough for you to be satisfied. The yeshlema that this is in fact the yosaid of those mafarshim, meaning how did the, these the, the mafarshim came, came up with this interpretation? Yeshlema that the yosaid to this interpretation was indeed from the lashon of the gemara there in Yuma, and they compare the lashna medrash in Breshi's Rabbah with regards to Sarah's miracle. And they connected the two. This is the same miracle, same type of miracle. This is what happened in Saras Tent. However, what I'd like to note here two things. First, it's not a Kushiatsuma, it's not a big question, but still, this interpretation. It's not meduyak. It's not precise. It's not smooth. It's not mamash glat, as we say. In the Loshon, both of the Medrash and Rashi, which both mention bracha meshulachas or metzuya be'isa, in the dough. According to this interpretation, it wasn't in the dough. It was in the bread. In the bread, beef and now again, as I said, it's not a kushia tsuma. You can somehow be say that it fits with the uh, with the with the terminology with the expression be iso, but it's not mamush, mamish meduyak. We should have said bracha or bracha me the be in the bread. In fact, in the Gemara there in Yuma. It right? doesn't say be isah, be be in the bread, be pastas here too, nishtalcha bracha be pita in her bread, be lachma, be challasa, be matzasa, whatever. But what's the duke here be isa That's one duke. Second, v'hu aika that. From the Rebbe is once again mashma that the Rebbe doesn't learn the miracle this way. And why? <clears throat> because when the Rebbe explains the chronological order, how the how the three miracles happen in real time, when the Rebbe gets to the second miracle, the Rebbe says like this: aneis on gizen. Bald in Iris askus Mider Isa. Rebbe says a miracle that you could clearly see on Gizen bald as soon as she was that Rivka was Miss Asek, that she got involved, she touched, it was she was involved with the dough. Now, according to this second interpretation, it would have been more accurate. The Rebbe should have said then. Something else. I mean, it would still fit with the chronological order, the Pashtus, but the rabbi should have said differently. The rabbi should have said like this The first miracle, Anon the cloud, is as soon as she entered the oil. Good. The second miracle, Atzich Angizen, when could you see the miracle? When she begged the bread and some, someone tasted the bread, ate the bread. That's when the miracle happened. That little Kazais uh, was Masbiai. But the miracle wasn't on Gizen Baldaris Isa, And then, yes, the third miracle of the candles was only Bishlemusa the next week. Right? But from the Rabbi Ismashma, that this second miracle was as soon Baal Midaris Askus Midder Isa. This is what this is when the miracle happened, as soon as she touched the Isa. So therefore, Yishlema and suggest a third interpretation, a third pirush in the Mashmau Sanes. As we'll see in Yitzhosham, this third interpretation is Munach Bepashtus in the Loshna Medrash, in the Loshon of Rashi, we can be also bendayek from several other places, and this is meduyek mamish in the lotion of the sicha the yeshlema that this is how the rebbe learns the miracle. What is this third pillar, third interpretation? Simply bracha the be'isa. Meaning. That there was a special bracha. A special miracle that happened. With the dough. That when Sarah. Started to. To, to, to prepare the dough. From a small kamus. Of kamach. And mine. A small kamus. A small quantity of dough. Miraculously. Nisrapsa. Isa, The Isa became bigger and bigger and bigger. meaning there was just enough for a small little piece of dough. But as soon as she prepared a little piece of dough, what you could clearly see right away is that that the ISA became bigger and bigger and bigger. Pashut. miraculously. Now, number one, yesh ledayek, that this pirush is munach Mamesh beloshna medrash verashi bediuk. Be'issa, in the dough. That the bracha happened in the dough mamash, not in the bread. Not in the bread, like the second interpretation, that kamus of bread could satisfy you and so on. No, in the dough mamash, the dough became bigger miraculously. Another duke that we can support this pirish and prove it is from Lashon Rashi in a different place with regard to something else altogether. What is it? This is a Gemara in Maseches Saitan, Tav Aleph and Memches Hamud Beis. The Gemara there lists a few things that were in his battle as soon as Mishicharav Beis Hamikdash. Among them, one thing is neifest zufim. Frech de Gemara, my neifest zufim. What is that thing, that battle that got canceled, that stopped as soon as the Beis Amidosh was destroyed? So, several pirushim. One pirush is, according to one of the I'm there, Levi, Omar, Levi says, listen to the words. Shteki kores, betanu. The ad Zuluzu two bread that in the oven would uh, would um, get bigger and bigger until that one would touch the other. What exactly is that? So Rashi explains there in Saita. Listen to the words. explains Rashi. שהיça ברכה מצויה באיסא וכאשר מדבקים כי קורץ בדיפת נתנו בדיפת נתנו אחס בדיפת זה וATCHס בדיפת זה שכנגדי ו'אֶהְנַת פְעֻחֵיֵס אַחַת שֶׁמְגָזָפָה לִזּוּ כִתְצֹאִיב זֶה שֶׁגָּדוֹל מִסְפָּשֶׁת וְהֵילָר וְתִלֵּב בְּאַבִּיר כֵּן אֲלֵוֹת צָפֵשׁ וְפֻחֵיֵס בְּאַב well, she explained that it was a special bracha, not necessarily a miracle there, but listen to this. it was a special bracha that was in the dough of Yidden then back then Shalim, that when they baked bread and they put the bread inside the oven, special bracha that you know those when you, when you bake cake, it happens sometimes the two cakes are, are getting bigger and bigger, the dough is somehow getting bigger. and then when it's getting baked, the two bread are basically at the end baking and touching each other. But Rashi explained that were they were getting so big that they were they were like a, they were like in the middle there was there was there was empty space basically and one bread went all the way to both breads just grew and grew and went all the way and touched each other on the top there. And that was the, the special bracha that, 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 was, that existed at the time of the Beis HaMikdash, that thing was Nizbato. What do you see there? That Rashi uses the term bracha metzuya be'isa with regards to what? That the Isa and eventually the bread grew. Grew. E A grew. Mizgadol, misrabe. That's exactly the same Loshon that Rashi uses here. A bit different at the Medrash. The Medrash says, mm-hmm. Rashi changes the Lashon a bit, and Rashi says, here in Chayi Sala. What's the Pshat? Pshat is, Bepashtos. the Isa became bigger. Miraculously now, it was, again, as we explained before, this was a miracle. This wasn't just a natural thing. You know, as sometimes you forget the the dough in the, in the bread machine or something, and, and, and the dough became, becomes bigger, you know, this is natural. But by Sarah, it was bigger and bigger and bigger in, in such a way that, our oh, wouldn't have got that big. Now, before I share a clear source to this pirush, Le lechidudan, we could have also been medaic that this is the Taich. In the word, this is of the text the translation, in the word Bracha, beloshen Chazal, in Chazal terminology. This is based on a Gemara in Brachas, with regards to a whole different subject. The Gemara says there that they were davening for nine hours. Fact, the Gemara, what about their Limud teva? So the Gemara says... That because the that word chassidim the word is teirasa mishtameres. That they had a special bracha, uh, that the teira would be mishtameres. That's in the Bavli, that's in Gemara in brachas. But the Yerushalmi says, a different lotion That mitech shechassidim hen is bracha nitenes beteirasa. So there is a Sikha in L'kuteh Sikhah, Eschelech Tezayin, Purim. The Rebbe also relates the story of the Ragat Ragatshavah, Gishmak story, Gishmak beer, Gishmak Sikha. In the name of the Ragat Ragatshavah, the Rebbe explains that the difference between the two, the Bavli and the Yerushalmi, is the following. According to the Bavli, is only that teros mishtameres, that those chesidim, their terah was kept. Meaning, that because of the nine hours davening, they didn't miss anything in their 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 Torah. The was not mishtakach. They didn't forget anything. Mashiach Enken, Yerushami, says, Bracha, the rabbis madgish, the word bracha, the word is not only that they didn't miss anything, that they didn't forget what they've learned, but more than that, that there was a bracha, there was a sofa in their... In their limudatir, that what normally in asman muat in a small time in a five minutes in a fifteen minutes what normally would take a, a, a regular person to learn because Khsidim ham in those fifteen minutes they were able to learn even more. In other words, it was mitasef into their Limunatir. So <clears throat> here, what you see that. The Lushen Bracha Nitenes Betei is aisafa, aisafa. what normally was, you know, five minutes in time would have learned one blat. And by them was aisafa, that in five minutes they would be able to learn ten blat. So, Ula <coughs> Yeshlema, that according to that, when you say here, Bracha, either Meshulachas beisa. Or bracha metzuya be'isa, bracha, belashem chazal, similar to there in Yerushalmi, connotes a suffer in the camels. That there was a suffer into, into the isa, kibshotai. That what normally a bit of a bit of kamach uh, and ma'im a bit of, would have made a small piece of dough. It bracha metzuya be'isa, meaning that there was a suffer in the camels, in the quantity of the dough. That's lechiduda, but really, la mita the MS, Still, you can you can bracha metsuya beisa he safa You can also apply it to the second interpretation before, which is that from a kamusktana they were able to be satisfied, and that is because you could say that although according to them the second interpretation. Wasn't a sofa in kamus of the Lechem or the Esau, but it was a sofa still in the Echus, right? that a kezais that normally you cannot be satisfied, here there was a he in the nature, in the Echus of the bread, that it could satisfy the person. So it's not mamish, mamish, a, a proof to uh, this third interpretation because the loshan bracha, miloshan he sofa, which is the pashtusa. Translation in Chazal can also be applied in the second interpretation. However, as we said earlier, still from the word Be'iso and from the Rashin in Soita, clearly is a proof to that third interpretation that the iso was misgadales, The iso was getting bigger and bigger. Now, a clear source to this third interpretation is in a letter of Reblevik, the Rebbe's father, which deals with the uh, Inyonimim in Kabbalah. It's a long letter. It's a letter that Reblevik wrote to the Rebbe and the Rebetson. And here is something that relates to our uh, to our story here in Sarostand. Clearly, Mamish in Reblevik's letter, What's the Pshat? Of bracha metzuyah beisa. Listen to this. I'm going to read to you a quote of the letter. Hine This is Likutei Sichah, Likutei Levi Yitzchak, Igor's Kedush, Amud Shina in Vov. Hinei, ha bracha metzuyah betorbeise shal adam. Hu ha bracha bitvua shabetorbeise veu Kia afilo in mieslei tvu abetoch beise in beisa and has to be in a home brochame tsuye and the baby continues and says ve she ye brochame tsuye beisa a ishodavka that comes through the wife through the woman listen to this Shel yada, Mizgadalesa Isa, Shnai seba bracha harbe. Which through her, what is bracha metzuyah beisa? Translation, Mizgadalesa Isa, the Isa becomes bigger. And i listen to this. Ukmei shematzinu Besara Shnai seba bracha metzuyah beIsa. Pshat clear. According to Reb Leibig, this was the pshat. In stand, in Rivka's miracle, that basically is that the Isa became bigger. Keep Vyashlema. And Reblevik learned this because that's the Pirushapashut of the Loshna Medrash and the Loshna Rashi Isa in the dough, not in the bread. And two. Shleima from the Duke in Losh and Rashi, in Saita there in Memchas, where clearly Rashi uses the term again, Broch HaMetsuya Be'isa, regarding a Gidul, a Ribuy, in the dough of uh, the Yidden there, in the time of Beis Amikdash. And now, Yishlema, that this is how the Rebbe learns. And here you'll see how it fits Mamish in the Rebbe's words. When er the Rebbe, Rebbe explains the miracles and the chronological order and how they happen in real time, bracha metzuya be-isa, meaning a neis v'shat zich ongizen bald in ir is askus mider-isa, mamesh pshutey ke mashmoy bald as soon as and eventually rivka. Here we're speaking about Rivka as soon as Rivka was Miss Assek, she began to to be the Kemach and Maim um, and to and to prepare the dough. As soon as she was Miss Assek with it, right away you could see Miss Gadeles, or Miss Gabeles, or Miss Rabi, or Miss rabe. The, the Issa was getting bigger and bigger. That was the miracle in the Issa of Sarah and Rivka's tent. Now, lechidude, we can add a little diuk on the side, which uh, is interesting, related to a note that uh, Blevik adds there in the letter, right after, in the bracket, which connects Yeshlema to an akuda in the Sicha. Blavik says, after He says, the uh, Rebbelevic adds, "V'lochein Omar Avram leSarah shei tikach <throat> kimeleseim ke marcelus lushevasi rugis kedei shei bracha metzuyeh beIsa shezainaisal yada davka." He says that this is in fact the reason why originally in Parshas Vayera, in the Malah with the story of the Malachim, why did Avram ask Sarah Davka to prepare the bread? Because Avram wanted a special bracha in the bread. And that is only in the dough. That is only through the Isha. And so he asks Sarah to do it. Because that bracha of says Isha comes through the woman. As, as Rebbe explains there. In the brief in the letter. So it's interesting. Because the Rebbe also connects. The two, the two stories. The fact that Avraham asked Sarah. To, bake the, to prepare the dough and bake the bread. And the miracle in Sarah's tent. Differently. But still. The Rebbe connects the two. In other words, the Rebbe says there in the Sikha, in Chedek Tezvav, and how do you know that the miracle <coughs> within the words Sala hints to the miracle in Sarasdo though? is because when you hear Sala, you remember a story that happened before with regards to Sarah, what was the story? That she was, especially she was responsible to prepare the dough and bake the bread and so on. So therefore, you know that when it says Sarah, it refers to a miracle that refers to, to what? To the dough. Now, <clears throat> according to Reb Levick, it's interesting that <laughs> the very fact that originally Avram asked Sarah to prepare the dough was actually because of that miracle, was because of, of Brachometsuya Be'isa. Just a, a duke on the side. <clears throat> now. I'd like to add one more nekuda here. And that is. That if you notice in the Sicha. The Rebbe points out in Heara 4. To another girsah in Rashi. The girsah shulefanenu in Piruj Rashi ala Is as we quoted earlier many times, ubracha metzuya be'isa. Says the Rebbe in Heara 4, bitfuz sheini, be'pas u'be'isa. And then, throughout the Sicha, the Rebbe doesn't refer to this girsa and to this Heara, but mainly to bracha metzuya be'isa, as quoted other times in the Sicha. Yet at the beginning the rabbi does point out that listen there is another girsa, and the girsa is according to our entire people, our entire shear here, That according to the Girsa in in Rashi, there were in fact Two miracles, Tarvayu isne ube, as we say. There were two miracles that happened in, 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 in with regards to Saras uh, to Saras those Sarah's, Sarah's bread, and that is. Number one, there was a miracle that happened. As soon as as soon as she got involved with the ISO, as the third interpretation, as Reb Levik understood, and as of the Rebbe learns this way in the Sicha, the Isa became bigger. That was one miracle. Then, Bepas, also in the bread. What's this Bepas? It's that this is referring to the other interpretation of the Mefarshim, which says that in the bread, there was a special miracle, that when you ate from a small kezais, from a small kamus, from a small quantity, you could be Savea, you could be Masbia, you could be you could be satisfied. Shlema that both miracles, the interpretation of the Mefarshim, the second one, and the third interpretation of Levik and the Rebbe are Marumas, according to that Girsa, Bepasu Bisan, be in lashon Rashi that both happened in in uh, in Sar's, uh, in Sara's tent and eventually in Rivka's tent. To conclude, now that we were aware exactly what happened in uh, with regards to Sara's dough, Sara's uh, bread, first interpretation, it wasn't a miracle, it was just it looked special and it tasted special. Second interpretation, that it was uh, a miracle that happened that kamus small quantity, was masbiyah. You could be satisfied, similar to the oimel shteh alechem, alechem apani. And a third interpretation, and we were machia that this is clearly how rev learns, and this is Bepashus as the Rebbe learns in the Sicha, and this is munach, mamash, in Lashon medrash, in Lashon Rashi, in soita, and so on, that... The Isa itself, the miracle was in the dough, that the dough became bigger. Eibazoi. Hey, <laughs> How this misconception, this confusion uh, happened that, as mentioned earlier at the very beginning, somehow it's been commonly known that the lechem, that the bread of uh, sorrow and eventually of Rivka, stayed fresh. And as we said, uh, you'll soon see, warm and fresh, from uh, Shabbos to Shabbos, how, how, this, how, this, how this happened. So, what I think is, is that there was a misconception and somehow a confusion that happened at one point, confusing miracles, one to another, because of the Lechem Aponim. Meaning. As mentioned earlier, in the Lechem Aponim that they used to prepare one of the Avedas in the Beis English, there was in a special miracle during the Tkufa of Shimon HaTzadik, which, by the way, that miracle was also in the Minchas of Emer and the Shta Lechem. But let's focus now on the Lechem Aponim. There was a special miracle that a kamus K'tan and a small quantity of bread could be satisfying could be, be uh, the Koyen miraculously. Yet, in the Gemara in Yuma, of Aleph and with Aleph, there it's brought down that there was another, a second miracle with regards to the Lechem Aponim. And what was that miracle? Now listen to the to the wording of the Gemara, which is important. <corresponds to> the Omarabi Shua ben Levi, Nais Godel Hoya Naisa belachem upon him, Silucai as it says in Shmuel, losum lechem choim beyom hilachle. Pasuk there speaks <S-shmur> about lechem upon as. Explained just before in the pasuk, ki meslechem apanim amusari milifne Hashem lasum lechem choyim beyom Hilokai. Meaning, what happened? Another miracle. The miracle is in lechem apanim. The second miracle is what we what we we're just discussing—that misconception about Sarah's bread—that silukei ke Meaning when they came to be Mesalek, meaning the week later, because the way it happened in Lechem apanim, they placed the Lechem upon on Shabbos, but they didn't eat that Lechem apanim. now. They left it there an entire week. And then the next Shabbos, they took it out. They put a new one, but the one that they took, they were Mechalek to the Kayanim and they ate it. So... <coughs> The next week, right? Siluke, when they came to take the bread of Lechem Aponim that was placed there, was baked and placed last week, the Shabbos before, Siluke Ketidurei At that time it was as warm, it was still warm like they placed it. Shenema. How do we know about this miracle? Because the Pasuk says in Shmuel ben to the Lechem apanim lasum Lechem Choyim the Yem It was still warm the day that they took it. Now, the day that they took it was a week later after they placed it. Ilamai See, look at that was the miracle. The that this is what happened. This is how this misconception about Sarah's bread came about. Some of as we explained earlier in the second interpretation, explained that the miracle in Sarah's 10, in Sarah's bread, was similar to a miracle in Lechem upon him. Which one? The one that was also, by the way, by the Oimer and the Shtar Lechem, that a Lechem, that a small quantity was enough to be satisfied. Now somehow, the confusion happened, and people began to, At the the basis of, perhaps, those Mepharshim compare the two, meaning Sarah and Lechem Aponim, Sarah and Lechem Aponim. Oh, Lechem Aponim, Lechem Aponim was siluka kesidure. So too it was in Sarah. Look, the Mepharshim say that that, that, that the miracle in Sarah was similar to the Lechem Aponim. But the those Mepharshim are explaining clearly that the miracle was to similar to the second miracle. The one in Yumad Aflametes, not the one in Yumad Khafalev, meaning the one that was Kamusktana, Smolke Zais was Masbiya, not the one that. Uh... That uh, was siluka ke Ube pashtus, as we explained before earlier, because this is clearly not mashma in the lotion of the medrash, bracha m'shulachas beisa or bracha metsuya beisa to interpret bichlal that this was like the lechem him, meaning that miracle that in yuma that it stayed warm and fresh from week to week. It's not bichlal the the, the mashmos of the medrash, but. It is, yes, the most of the melish, as we explained before, with regards to the other miracle that was by the Oimer also, by the Shter also, where the Gemara in the Flamette says, V'nishtalcha bracha belechem upon him the what? That uh, Kezais was masbia. No, this was the miracle, according to them, that happened in Sarah's, bre- in, Sarah's, in Sarah's bread, in Sarah's tent. What happened is that people began to somehow... <coughs> Confused, the two miracles of the lechem upon him, and instead of connecting like these Mefrashim do, the miracle of yumadaf Lametes, which is kezayis is masbia kamustana, they began to connect the other one, which is the siluka kesidurei, that it stayed warm and fresh from week to week. That's what it appears to be. More than that, perhaps, and this is important to clarify. Because it seems to be a clear source, apparently, among all those Mepharshim who are connecting Sarah's miracle, Sarah's bread, to the Lechem Aponim, seems to be connecting it to the siluke Kisidore, to the one in Yuma, the Chafalef, to stay warm and fresh from week to week. Where is that? So the one Mepharsh that does seem to connect the two, again, seems, it appears to be, Is the Shemishmuel, son of the Avnenaeser, on Pashas Chayisar. What does he say? And I just want to to take a a minute to clarify it, because it's important just to uh, debunk the legend, as we say, and to clarify the real Pshat, is that he says, basically, his drosha there, is that the three miracles that happened in Sarastant, because Sarastan is like the Mishkan, is those miracles are basically, they correspond to similar miracles that happened in the Mishkan. And he starts to go through that three miracles happened in the Mishkan. One with regards to the Neira Ma'aravi, that was also lasting, similar to to, to Sarah. The second one. Lechem upon him with regards to the bread. And the third one. There was a cloud on the Mishkan. Now. When he speaks about the bread. And the miracle happened in the Mishkan. And Lechem upon him. This is what he says. At first. When he introduces. varim alolu which three things that happened in saros tens that it was ner doluk mer shabdal rev shabels u brahamat shua beison ve onon koshu al rayon he says those three things matsinu be mishkan where one Shehaya ner amara vid benais shemimenu hayamadlik u beyam two now listen to this u belaham Lechem cham beyem hilakrei, which is the miracle of staying warm and fresh an entire week, yuma of chafalif, and veshenishtalcha bracha apanim, miracle two of lechem uh, apanim, which is yuma la metes which by the way happened by the Oymer and also the Shteilechem, that kamusktana was Masbian, brought soivan to the coin. The third one. And then he says. And these are the things that happens by Sarah. Now, if you stop here, obviously, because he mentioned for the Lechem upon him the two miracles, sounds like those two miracles happened by Sarah as well. And that's what I think might actually be. Uh, one of the sources, perhaps the main source for the confusion with regards to Sarah's bread, to the miracle there. Because, here is the thing, this is not really accurate, since if you pay attention carefully to the Hemshech, Loshna Hashem you will see that this is not the Pshat, meaning, although he mentioned originally, with regards to the Lechem Appan in both miracles, when he goes and he applies what happened to Sarah, here he stops short, and if you pay attention, he only refers to one of the two, the Soiva one, the Kamusktana was Masbiya, the Kaya and the miracle of Daphlametes, which because he is part of those Mefarshim interpretation too in the sheer earlier, but he doesn't clearly say that, and in fact he almost clearly by not saying it. Clearly, avoid to say that the other miracle, Chambe Yem Hilachoy, that it stayed fresh and warm for an entire week, happened in Saras tent. Take a look in the lotion. He continues, he starts with the Neir. The inyan Neir Delek Merev Shabbos Lerev Shabbos, Hainu, he explains, similar, It's a similar miracle. Then, Ubracha metzuya beisa. What is that in Rash in Saratstand? Who keein shehayah be'mishken, shenishtalcha bracha belechem apanim, u'mimena ba soiva la'elam. Meaning that when he explains what was bracha metzuya beisa, clearly he applies the miracle of the lechem apanim of the soiva. Of, Metes, of the fact that the Kamuskana was must be a okay. Only thereafter, he continues and explains, you can take a look there, that the other miracle, <laughs> applied to Sarah, not in her bread, but with regard to her Avedas Hashem. this is what he explains, that Teva Advarim, <clears throat> nature is you Nisi know, Hashem. Nature is get used to, to something and it becomes older and older. But what is miracle? Miracle is that there is a highest in the thing the entire time. So he says that this is in, a, in, in Aveda's Hashem. Sometimes when it's misyashen, when you get used to, to something, and the and, and, and Aveda is not like a Dova Chadash, it's like an Aveda Alpiteva. What is an Aveda nisis similar to being staying fresh an entire week is when you're fresh in your Aveda Sashem, you're fresh and new every day. And he says, so therefore, he's, he says, that Indian, Remez, happened to Sarah in, a, in her Aveda Sashem. And as a result, because she was like that, there was a nace in the Meichel. But which nest in the Meichel? The nest in the Meichel wasn't that it stayed fresh from week to week, but that. The nace was a different nace. The other nace of Lechem upon him, That Mimena basaveh elam, as he explained before. If you pay attention clearly in the will you'll see, you'll see what I mean. So, <coughs> uh, uh, once again, uh, the reason why the Shemish doesn't learn like that, why, why couldn't he just say, well, this is what happened in Saram, both miracles. Why does he stop short? Because in the lashon of the Madrash, in the Pashtus mashmaus the of the Madrash, is it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit with the with the stay fresh from week to week, with the Siluka et etc. Therefore you had to say that the miracle was one of the two, so, and the other one, the stay fresh, it's only not in the ma'ichal, but in Sarah's Aveda's Hashem. So this is to clarify first what exactly happened the different interpretations, but uh, particularly uh, what, how the rabbi learns in the Sicha, a few Yukim in the Sicha, and I hope uh, this will be helpful to clarify ourselves and our friends what was exactly the miracle in Sarah and Rivka's tent.